Good afternoon. My name is Pastor Joseph Kibet, and I'm the acting lead pastor at Nairobi Chapel, Langata. It's my joy uh, this afternoon just to bring to us the theme that God has given unto us for the year 2022. We thank God for the blessing of a new year, not that we hope and have faith in the new year, but rather we have faith in God who makes all things new. Just before I get into the theme, I pray that in 2022 that you will be filled with, uh, you'll be filled by God and you'll get to enjoy God's goodness in your life, in your family, at work, and among us as a congregation that we'll get to see God's goodness. I pray that there will be an overflow of what is of God in our lives. May the Lord go before you and be your rare God. May He be in you and together with you. May he come upon you and be your strength. May he do in you and through you according to his purposes. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, normally we would get a theme, a direction that God would want us to take as a congregation. And like most other people, I desire or rather I desire to hear a theme that would talk about how I would be blessed, how I will be lifted, how this year I will own a house, how I will get financial breakthrough and so on and so forth. And that's the kind of vision that I and I believe other people would want to hear. Yeah. Um, the singles may say, I desire that this will be the year I marry or, or I get married. And all these things are not bad. But God did not create us for the sole purpose of having our needs and our wants and our desires met. That's not why God met us. Yeah. And so I sought God and I asked what he would want for us as a congregation in the year 2022. And he gave us this verse, uh, Mark chapter 3, verses 14, which says, He appointed them that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. I'll read, I'll read that again. He appointed them that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. Now, interestingly enough, God gave us this vision in August of 2021 and uh, the remaining parts of, uh, of 2021, he kept on confirming this specific word that he gave us, this specific scripture. I'm going to explain it and break it down uh, a little bit as we move forward. But the interesting thing, and, and really one of the ways that he confirmed this is even uh, as we celebrated our seventh year anniversary, and we were challenged to plant three churches in the next two years. And, and, and really it aligns uh, perfectly with the word he had given us a few months uh, before uh, we were given that challenge. And so our theme this year, if I would put it simply, or a, a summary form, it would be, uh, be with and be sent. Be with and be sent, and it's really from Mark three fourteen that, uh, or, or rather, if you put it in in simpler words, that would be to be a disciple and a disciple maker. That will be that is our year theme and what God uh, gave to us uh, as concerns Nairobi Chapel Langata. And I'm going to explain what that means really. So He wants that first of all that we will be with. Now. I don't know what you are told when you become a Christian or before you become a Christian. Many got saved because uh, they were told that if you get saved, then 
all your problems will be solved. Uh, God will bless you. God will protect you. And it really begs the question, why are you a Christian today? Yeah. Many got saved because of these reasons. And unfortunately, when trouble comes or when times are tough, or God doesn't seem to solve their problems or bless them as they desire, they wonder why they're born again. And some even leave the faith. Why? Because they got born again so that God does these things. And now that they are born again and still they have trouble in life, they're wondering, then why was I born again in the first place? The opposite of this is that uh, for such believers, uh, when things are good and when they are blessed and when their work is going on well, then they don't see a reason why they should pray, search for God in scripture, seek God with all of their hearts. Because God is kept in the pocket for a rainy day, yeah? So if things are working, then I don't need God because uh, really people have made God but a tool. Many people, uh, many people have turned God into a tool to achieve what they want. And God is just pulled out of the pocket to help us achieve our desires, our wants, our, our dreams and, and you're like, okay, this year I, I, I want to be blessed. I want to be lifted. I want, I want to experience good things, yeah? And so God becomes a tool to help me achieve these things. But this is really sad because is the reason why Jesus died, was, 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 was the reason why Jesus died just so that we can meet our needs and have our desires met be blessed and have a happily ever after life. Really, is that why Christ died? Some of us may have gotten saved because of this reason. Personally, I got saved because I feared hell. Uh, and along the journey, I have realized that there's so much more to salvation than just avoiding hell. And we could have gotten born again because of such reasons. But we can't remain there. We can't afford to remain there. We have to grow beyond that, beyond just us, beyond our needs, beyond our desires, beyond our wants, beyond our self-actualization. We have to grow beyond that. And so this year, as a congregation, as Nairobi Chapel Langata, God is calling us that we will be, number one, first of all, that we will be with Jesus. And... Being with Jesus involves several things, yeah? And I'm, I'm just going to explain that in a bit. That God wants us to build a relationship with him. He wants us to have a good relationship with him. When we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we started a relationship with him. But you see, we can have a good relationship with God or a bad relationship with God. But God is calling us this year, that as individuals, that we would have a good relationship with God. God is calling us as Nairobi Chapel Langata that this year we will get to know him, that we will get to know his heart, that we would, we would, we would know what he desires, what his wants are. And number three, that we would learn from him. And church, I'd like to invite us to do this, these things this year, that we will be number one with Jesus and build our relationship with him and get to know him and know his heart and get to learn from him. Now, this will involve several things for us to be able to be with Jesus. 
that we will need to dwell in his presence through worshiping him in truth and in spirit. That we will need to practice being in his presence on a daily basis, not only on Sundays, not only when we have our midweek prayer services, not when we are gathering together only, but also in our closet spaces on a day-to-day -day basis that we will get to just spend time in his presence as we worship him in truth and in spirit. As a church, we will continue with our encounter services every first uh, Sunday of every month. And, and number two, the second thing uh, that we can do to help us be with Jesus this year is that we will need to engage in prayer and talk to God and listen to him through fervent prayer. And fervent prayer means heartfelt prayer, prayer from deep within our hearts, not just offering lip service to God, but meaning every single word that we are saying, meaning every single thing that we are saying, and that we will need to spend time in prayer this year, that we may just be with Jesus. As a congregation, we will continue with our Wednesday uh, prayer and fasting day. And we will be concluding that with our midweek online prayer service. We will continue with that. We will continue with our early Sunday morning prayers that we hold at church uh, an hour before service. That's between 9 and 10. We will continue with that because we want the congregation to be a people of prayer. We will start a new thing and we are going to have uh, a week we're going to be having a, a whole week of prayer and fasting. So every second week of every month is going to be our week of prayer and fasting. In addition to the, the weekly prayer and fasting on Wednesday, we're going to be having a whole week of prayer and fasting as a church. And we will start having in-person communications every second Friday of every month. As we conclude the week of prayer and fasting, we are going to be having that, that communication. And we're going to come and we're going to pray. Why? Because God is calling us this year to be with Jesus, to spend time with him. So we have dwelt in his presence. We have engaged in prayer. And number three, that we diligently search for him in scripture. That we diligently search for him in scripture. In John chapter 5, verses 38, 39, Jesus talks to the Pharisees and tells them that you search through the scriptures thinking, you search the scriptures thinking that you'll get eternal life, but yet the scriptures point to me, to the Messiah. And God is calling us that we will search for God in scripture because the scriptures point to him. And you could consider uh, reading through the Bible in one year. If you read three verses a day, so rather three chapters a day, Every single day, you will finish reading the Bible uh, from Genesis to Revelation in one year. If you read five chapters a day uh, on weekdays alone, you will read the whole Bible in, uh, in a year. Personally, I am reading through the Bible four times this year. I'm reading 12 chapters a day. I started yesterday, did my 12 chapters of the book of Luke. Uh, and, and, and today I've already done my 12 chapters of the book of Luke. And I've actually finished now the book of Luke because it has 24 chapters. I have, I'm giving myself to do this because I desire to be with Jesus. I'm searching scriptures that I may find him, that I may find his, that I may know him, that I may have a good relationship with him. Aside of the uh, reading through the Bible um, at a personal level, you can also study. I am also studying instead of reading the Bible. I'm also studying at each day. I'm purposing to 
uh, go through study material uh, for for different books. I'll, uh, I'm actually starting with the book of Luke because that's what we are doing as a, as a church. And yesterday I, I, I went through one uh, material, uh, one one section, one segment, and today I've already gone through the second, and I'm, I'm purposing to do this and build my knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Aside of what you can do at a personal level, there are Bible courses that we are offering as a, as a church. And uh, we have been going through a study series from uh, Bible School on Wheels, and we went through Bible Survey, and we went through what on earth is God doing in my life, and we went through doubling your productivity. And, and, and the one we are doing this January, starting on 19th of January, is how to become a great communicator. And we can communicate the word of God clearly. We can uh, get to be effective communicators, even in our spaces, that we may influence others for the body of Christ. And this is a great tool that we can use in the body of Christ. We're also going to be having a parenting class, and we shall share when that will be happening. We are having a plug-in class that will be starting on 6th of February. And this has the... The, 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 the fundamental uh, um, fundamental intention of connecting us with God, connecting us with the church, connecting us with community, and connecting us with our destiny. And this is actually the gateway through anyone joining Nairobi Chapel Langata. If you'd want to be part of us, to connect with us, this is the, the, the way. But also it's a, it's a means of dispensing God's word and teaching you the basics of Christianity. We're also going, going to be having a course on prayer starting on 20th of February. And if you haven't done OMBI, the course, a course on prayer, uh, where prayer is an adventure, would you also just sign up for that and, and join us? We're going to be having an evangelism training uh, on 3rd of April. We're going to be having as another course uh, from Bible School on Wheels, Forgiving Yourself and Others, which will start on 13th of April. We're going to be having Monday now starting on 6th March. Aside of the Bible courses that we have mentioned, the others, uh, but also we'll be having seminars this year. And we are very intentional to ensure that we search scripture both at a personal level, but also at a congregational level. As we spend time with God, as we spend time with God, we will become more and more like him. We will be cleansed, our lives transformed, our minds and hearts changed, and our will conformed to his will. I'll say that again. As we spend time with God, we will become more and more like him. We will be cleansed, uh, uh, our lives transformed, our minds and hearts changed, and our wills conformed to his will. I'm going to read from the book of Isaiah. And here we are told uh, of the prophet Isaiah and how he had an encounter with God that he got a chance to be with God. And I'm going to read it. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Who to me, I cried. 
I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphims flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongues from the altar. With, with it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin turned and the prophet Isaiah had was found in the presence of God. He was he was with God. God is not calling us just to be within in His presence just for a moment or just on Sundays or just on Wednesday, but it's continuously throughout this year. And so, the, one of the instances that Isaiah was in the presence of the Lord, we are told about it here. And because he was in His presence. He was transformed to be more like Christ. Are you any more like Jesus than you were in the beginning of last year? Or are you just the same? Is your relationship with God just as it was in the beginning of 2021 or 2020 or, or back, and, 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 uh, back then? You cannot remain the same again after encountering the Lord. They should ask Isaiah, because he was found in the presence of God, he was changed, he was cleansed, he was made clean, and he was transformed. Your transformation is only as much as you spend time with God. A true disciple is one who daily grows to be more like Jesus. And that is the first part that God is calling us to this year, that we will be with Jesus which will lead to our transformation, which will lead us to be more like Christ. And therefore, we will be true disciples, a people who daily grow to become more like Jesus. God is not only calling us this year to be with Jesus, but also he is calling us to be with other disciples. He is calling us that we will fellowship with other, other disciples, other people who are seeking God. And as Jesus called the twelve, he did not have only one-on-one -on -one sessions with each of the twelve, but also in addition to that, he had moments where he ministered to them as a group. And as they were ministered to together as a group, several things happened. They learned together. They experienced God together. They loved one another. They encouraged each other in the ways of the Lord. They prayed for one another and together with each other. And God is calling us this year, as per Hebrews 10.25, that let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And God is calling us that this year we will jealously guard our fellowship time, that we will guard it jealously. We will guard our Sunday morning fellowship as a congregation. We will, we will guard it. We will guard, uh, guard our Wednesday prayer online uh, uh, prayer meetings, online prayer meetings that we have happen on Wednesday, that we will guard it. That we will guard our mini cashers starting this Feb February. We will guard it because it's time that God has allowed us to fellowship together and there's so much there, 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 there are so many benefits of just fellowshipping together as I've already mentioned. I would also ask that we would jealously guard our time of 
ministry and e-group fellowship. That when we are gathering together as e-groups to fellowship together, that, that we will guard that. That we will that we will we will count it as a priority. And if any one of us does not belong to any ministry or an e-group, would you reach out to me or any one of our pastors and we will help you connect to these fellowships where we will grow, where we will fund uh, our faith. Uh, we will encourage each other. We will love on each other. We will get to live and grow closer to God together. Here are other opportunities to fellowship uh, aside from the ones that we already have. We'll be having a week-long uh, rather a weekend-long couples retreat this year. And you will give you the dates and the details, and you can start planning alongside for that. That's a beautiful time that couples can fellowship together and build each other. We're going to be having a Valentine's dinner as well. And please just note that we're going to give you again more details. But we this is another opportunity for us to fellowship together as a congregation. We're going to be having a family fun day and a family Sunday. And, and we can this is another opportunity for us to fellowship together. That would we jealously guard this time of fellowshipping together. I'd like to ask that if we go to the office, and if we go to shops, if we go to the market, if we use public transport, if we do all these other things in person, why then not have in-person fellowships? I'd like to invite that if if you're using any one of these things, if you go to the shop or you go to the market in person or use public transport or you go to the office in person, would you also put it as a priority that we will gather together in person and fellowship? But if you are not doing any one of these other things uh, and you feel you want to engage in the online, um, online fellowships, you're still welcome to do that. But as many as of us that can, would we come and physically meet and fellowship together? There's such a big difference between an online fellowship and a physical fellowship. Would you come and we may fellowship together? Now, after we have been with Jesus, been with other disciples, God is calling us also this year that he may send us out, that we be sent. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 8 after Isaiah had the encounter with God and he was transformed just because he was in God's presence. This is what the Bible says in verse 8. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. He said, Go and tell these people. And God, if you keep reading on, God gives Isaiah a specific message to tell, to the, to tell the people. And God is calling us that he may send us out. That not only that, not, not so that we, we are not just staying in his presence and enjoying his presence because the Bible tells us in his presence there is the fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. And it is very easy for us just to want to remain in, in the fellowship and enjoy the warmth of fellowship, enjoy the warmth of his presence. But that is not why Christ died. That's not why God made us only. He made us and he allowed us, he has allowed us to enjoy his presence and to enjoy the warmth of fellowship. But also he wants to send us out. He wants to send us out to preach the good news 
the gospel. He wants us to evangelize, to go and tell of the love of Christ to people around us, to our neighbors, to our workmates, to our family, to people around us. He wants us to share this good news to the people. Acts chapter 1 verses 8 says, And you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That verse talks about us being empowered to share this good news from where we are to the ends of the earth. When we have been with God, when we have spent time with God, because the Holy Spirit comes upon us if we have a relationship with God, and he will use us the more if we continually dwell in his presence. He is also calling us to do something else this year. And, and, and just, just before we go into that, as, as, as concerns him sending us to evangelize, that we will do this as individuals, that we will get to do this as e-groups and also as ministries. That we will think through as ministry leaders, how can we evangelize as a group? Um, remember when you did plug-in, you did, you did this, the idea was that you will keep on doing it. As ministries also, would you also think through how you can evangelize, but also as an individual, as a family, would you think through this? The second thing that God is calling us, uh, is sending us out to do, aside of evangelism, is to make disciples. In Mark, uh, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20, it says, All authority, this is Jesus speaking, he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And Jesus commanded us and is commanding us today again to go out and make disciples. You may be wondering what is it, what is making disciples? Making disciples is teaching and modeling. Um, it's teaching and modeling Christianity so that the people that we are discipling become more Christ-like. God wants everyone who is a believer to be more Christ-like each day. And so he is calling us to go out and to teach people to be more Christ-like. He's calling us to go out and to model Christianity to other people so that they may be Christ-like. And God is calling us this year as a congregation that we will go, that he will send us to evangelize, to make disciples, and finally to serve. And he's calling us to serve, to serve God and to serve others. To serve God by doing his bidding, that we will do what he wants done here on earth. We as to be his representatives. He wants us to serve him by representing him here on earth, representing him in our workspaces, representing him in this nation, standing out to be counted as those belonging to Christ and representing Christ. He also would want us to serve him by being his hands and his feet and his, being his mouthpiece being vessels that he can use to do what he wants done. And God wants to send us out to serve him, but also to serve people around us and to build them and to minister to other people as well. Luke 12, 37 says, Blessed are those servants whom the master finds on watch when he returns. Truly I tell you, he will dress himself to serve 
and he will have them recline at a table and he himself will come and wait on them. Oh, I pray for you and I that when the Lord Jesus Christ comes, that he will find us watching. He will find us as faithful servants, serving him diligently and serving one another. He will find us diligently making disciples. He will find us diligently evangelizing. Oh, and we will receive our reward. Now, I have talked about God calling us this year to be with him, be with fellow believers, to be sent to evangelize, to be sent to disciple, to be sent to serve. Does this mean that God will not bless us? Does it mean that he will not meet our needs, surprise us with his goodness? No. What I mean is that let's have our first priority to be God, that we will be true disciples of Christ and be disciple makers. Then God, who knows all our needs, our desires, our wishes, will grant them according to his will. The book of Matthew chapter 6 says the same thing. Matthew 6, 32 and 33 says, For the Gentiles strive after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto thee. I'd like to paraphrase that and say, to Nairobi Chapel Langata, that would we this year 2022 be with Jesus, be with our fellow disciples, other disciples, and fellowship together with them, and that we may be sent out to evangelize, sent out to make disciples, sent out to serve, and all these things that we desire all these things that we have need of, all our wishes that God will add or will add all these things to us. As we conclude, it could be that you agree and that you, you say that indeed, I, I also sense in my spirit that this is what God is leading us to as a congregation. And you may have the intention to be with God this year. And that you want to also be sent out to preach and to make disciples and to serve. You want to be a disciple and a disciple maker as God has charged us this year. You have the intention and you agree. But that is not enough. If you don't actively plan and put down a strategy towards the same, it will not happen. If you wish it, it will not come to pass. If you just agree that this is this actually makes sense and this is God, this is of God for us, and you just agree with it, it, it won't have any effect in your life unless you actively plan and think through and say, okay, what will it mean for me as an individual to be with God? What will it mean for me to have a better relationship with God? And we can't seek God the same way we have been in the past and expect to have a, a different kind of a relationship with God. If you want to have a better relationship with God, then you have to seek him in a different way than you did. You need to seek him with all of your heart. The intensity has to increase. I can't just be waiting for Sunday 
to open my Bible and expect to have a, an, a thriving relationship with God. It has to be on a daily basis. I can't be praying only once a week or, or during meals and expect that I will receive revelations of God and I will know his heart. No, I have to be diligent about it. You will not grow in your relationship with God by wishing and desiring to grow. It is by working towards it so that daily, weekly, and even monthly, you'll put a plan in place and you'll execute it to ensure that you are growing on a daily basis, that you are growing on a weekly basis, you are growing on a monthly basis, that you are with Jesus on a daily basis, that you are with Jesus on a weekly basis. Every moment of your life you are with him and that you're taking every opportunity that God gives you to fellowship with other believers and to be with them because it's a blessing for you in that fellowship. And also that you are actively seeking opportunities for God to send you to evangelize. There are many opportunities that God has already given to you. Would you take them? Would you evangelize? And disciple and serve. But this is not only in wishful thinking, but actually putting plans and steps in place to ensure that it is done. I would like to challenge us that would we be true disciples of Jesus Christ this year? And that would we be disciple makers? And I believe that God will meet our desires and our wishes and our needs even as we prioritize him, his kingdom, and his righteousness. So as we end, I'd like to invite you to sit down, even after listening to this, sit down and write, how am I going to grow in my relationship with God? And put things down, write things down, and commit them to the Lord in prayer. Would you write down how you are going to know God's heart and to know his mind, and to know him well. Would you also just write down, would you also just write down as well how you're going to learn from him this year and be intentional about it. There's, there's so much material that can be found. And if you can't find any, reach out to me or any one of the pastors and uh, here at Langat and we will, we will direct you. Would you also think through how God can send you? Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this vision that you have given unto us as Langata. It's not an exciting vision like, hey, this is the year where you'll get married or marry. This is not, uh, it's not as exciting as hearing, this is the year you'll get that car, that new brand car. It's not as exciting as this is the year where we will have abundance of wealth and resources. It's not as exciting as hearing that uh, all these beautiful things that we will own that house. But Lord, it is true to your word that you would want us first to seek you and seek you with all of our hearts and all the other things you will add to us. And so, Father, we pray for ourselves. I pray for myself my family, and even for the whole congregation, that you will help us this year, not just to know it as a good thing to do, not just to know that you want us this year to be with you 
to be with fellow disciples and to be sent out, not just to know it and to agree with it, not just to know that we need to be true disciples and disciple makers, but rather that we will put in plans and strategies, dear Lord, on, and we will follow through, dear Lord. We will evaluate along the, along the way, along the weeks, along the months, and see that we're actually doing things that will draw us closer to you. Oh, Father, would you help us? Would you give us the grace and help us, Lord, that we'll experience you this year like never before, that we will receive revelations of you like never before, that we will be transformed and changed to be more and more like you each day, that we will love you with all of our hearts. So we receive your word to us as a congregation by faith, saying, Lord, that here we are, send us. And this we pray in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.